What's up, Mick? Yes, I heard the Oilers have been playing very well while I was away for three weeks, but uh, survived the trip to Australia, ran over a big snake and got eaten by some ants. But other than that, I was okay. You ran you over a, a big snake story? in Australia? What? Yes. How I big? Have driven, I have driven for like 15 or so years in Australia, never ran over a big one. Came around a corner on this great ocean road near the coast. Magnificent scenery. The girlfriend saw it first. I hit it. It was at least seven foot curled up, and I got it just below the neck. I couldn't avoid it. Even if I tried uh -oh. to swerve, I couldn't have because of the close road. Looked in oh. the rear vision mirror, and it's all going like this crazy. So, yeah, got a big brown snake. They reckon they're poisoned. Oh, this it's is not. This is not. Seven foot. Not what I expected to open up with, like, open. Can we get that snake video? Do we have that snake oh, video on file? Oh, do we have that? Oh, no. Has Mick seen the snake video? Because that was a big oh, snake. No. That, was, that was a that big was snake. A big snake. <laughs> that was a big <laughs> snake. So, listen, Mick, were you at that G-Long Cat game, the opening G-Long Cat game that I lost on? Did oh, they I choke thought, in? I thought you watched my the videos. Yes. Yes, I was at that game. It was 86 and you a half. You have a lot of videos, all right? People. I got a lot of stuff going on. Like, yeah, I saw your videos, but yeah, I can't tell which one. Like, it's like it was like, whatever, Mick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Did I, well, I lost money on that game. I'm still upset about it. Still turned mad me off about the AFL. Game. Yeah, it turned not, me off. Yeah, he's not a fan of the game right now. The hell? Well, <laughs> if you read the hell is tweets, it? you would have said that I had Collingwood on the plus and I actually picked them to win outright. And also, on the Thursday night game, there was 88,000, and it was a draw between the Richmond Tigers and the Carlton Blues. But the Friday night game was better. It was higher scoring, quicker pace. My girlfriend couldn't believe how mad some of the Collywobble fans were, but a great trip. Oh. And I had to start with killing, with hitting the snake, mate. That was my biggest and craziest story. So I have to entertain, right? Yeah, for sure. No, that's good. And... Uh, we sh the boys are working on efforting finding this snake video that is actually very alarming. So I, I mean, you'll see it. We'll be interested to see your reaction. Um, so going forward, do you think you have a better opinion now, having gone to Australia, seen these games in person? Do you feel a little more dialed in than usual, Mick? Well, absolutely. I mean, I get a lot of advice from here. I watch a lot of the games. I read a lot, listen to podcasts. But talking to your mates, and my dad is very good. We call him Kev the Tipster. But being there live, Dave, you really get the sense of the key forwards. Like, you can see the big key forwards like Jeremy Cameron. You can see them run up the field, and you know from seconds before that they're probably going to take the big grab. And the pace of the game, close in, the hand skills is so quick these days because they've all been professional the last 25 years. The kicking skills and the running and the fitness is quite amazing. And that's why the Collywobble Magpies ran over the Geelong Cats, the reigning premiers in the last quarter because of their fitness and their attack on the ball with the new rules. So they are one of my second teams now because of the way they play. So was it nice, Mick, to be back home having some uh, drinking some beers, watching an NFL match? Must have been uh, that uh, oh. that home feeling. 
Oh, it really was unbelievable, and it was hard to get tickets. So some of my friends at AFL members, like some of the fans, couldn't even get tickets because it was such two popular games. The stadium holds 100,000. Like I said, 88,000. Amazing game to start off. And, yeah, it was really good. I hadn't been to a proper game since the Crows won in 97. I've been to some preseason games. And the MCG, the new stand, you're up high, but it didn't matter. Fantastic arena, 100,000 people, like I said, it can hold. We can throw it back to Mick with this question as well. The stop and runs, like teams are going a long time without scoring a basket. UCLA last night went like nine minutes without scoring a basket. Mick, when you're watching this Australian Rules football, there's no big swings like that, right, where they're like they're way up and then another team comes way back, or is there? Oh, yes, there is. Like, just yeah, there is. There is. Goal and Collingwood won by 23 points. And Gabe knows with the teams that run the ball well with the new rules, they can be five goals down and score five goals in, you know, six or seven minutes. So, yeah, they're absolutely oh, yeah, Dave. big swings. AFL football betting, Dave, in-game. And uh, we, I like doing it. It's just so much going on right now. Once all this stuff dies down, you right. know, it was really getting right. more AFL. But, like, um, yeah, in game, ask Mick. You could, dude, you, 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 your team is up, and you think, oh, look, they're minus 26. We're killing them. You step out for a drink, you come back, and you're like, we're losing by 10 now. Even that G Long oh, game against like Collingwood, Mick. G Long, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to take big underdogs in game because there's these massive swings. It really does go back and forth, AFL. It really does. Oh, awesome. That's good. I used to think there was some rule or something that, like, it was, it was making that way. I was like, one team in the first quarter scores a million points, then the next team, and it like alternates. There's a weird flow to that sport. We'll get into the picks next. Game time decision slash in-game live all access continues uh, right now. We'll get to the uh, the late basketball games. Let's get to the AFL right now. We got Mick Aussie kicking with us. Mick was back in the homeland, seeing some live action. Looked like a lot of fun. Great stuff. I would go, but I don't uh, like planes. For 25 hours. So, um, <laughs> Collingwood and Port Adelaide tonight. Fight the power. Um, Collingwood's 10.5-point favorites, Mick. One, 178, 190 on the money line or so. What do you make of this match here, Collingwood and Port Adelaide? Absolutely great game. One of the games of the round. The Port Adelaide Power last week were slight favourites against the Brisbane Lions. I picked them luckily but wasn't sure. And they destroyed the Brisbane Lions. And as you know, Collingwood beat the reigning premiers, the Geelong Cats. Now the key is we often talk home field advantage. Well, there's a massive home field advantage tonight with Collingwood. There will be 80,000 there again maybe and... Probably 75,000 will be Collingwood Magpies fans. For that reason, I do like the Magpies to win and probably cover. They're running the ball very, very well. But don't be surprised if Port Adelaide make it close. They had a big win last year. They got a great new player from North Melbourne, Horn Francis. He's a star. But home field is the key in this one. Take the Magpies to win and probably cover. They put 126 points up on the board last week, Mick. What about the total of this game? You think there's going to be a lot of points scored? Oh, it's a bit tricky to tell. I think Port Adelaide can score high. 
They have some great on-ballers. They have some key forwards. Yeah, maybe go the over, but be very careful. Week two's tricky. You can't get too overreacted to some of the upsets and the scores in week one. But as a general rule, take the plus a lot of times this week. But there's a few games I do like as hopefully Moneyline multi-material. We've got Dave Sherapan uh, back. Uh, Mick, your Adelaide Crows taking on uh, Richmond. Uh, Richmond. Richmond's uh, minus nine and a half in this game. Can the Crows hang around? They got smashed. Well, not smashed. Were you happy with their performance uh, in week one? They lost to the Giants um, by 16, 106 to 90. Oh, so upset. They were up by 30 points in the second quarter, and they're more used to the heat. It was a very hot day in Western Sydney, and they got ran over in the last quarter. They are at home. Now, they're a young team. The home crowd will get them fired up. But that said, Richmond should finish in the top eight. They had a draw last week with another good team in Carlton. Take the Tigers on the money line. But the Crows are a chance to cover that nine and a half. What's, uh, what are your best bets this week, Mick? We got the Western Bulldogs and the St. Kilda Saints, Fremantle, and uh, the Roos against North Melbourne, uh, Sydney. Joe, uh, we should have asked Joe Madden, actually. We'll start that in the future, oh, uh, Dave, on Friday nights with yeah. Joe Madden. She's going to get her AFL pitch ready. Her Sydney yep. Swans take on the Hawthorne Hawks. Sydney, 41 and a half point favorites right now. Wow. All right, Swans, Swans will win. They might not cover, but I'll quickly run through the winners. I believe the yeah. Bulldogs will win, but maybe the Saints cover the 12 and a half. I like the Dockers to win, but that's a big spread of 33 and a half. Maybe the Kangaroos cover that over there in Perth. The Swans to win, but be careful on that big margin. The Bombers to beat the Suns, but the Suns are a chance. They weren't too good last week, but two average type teams. And Gabe, you're going to like this. I'm going to go for your West Coast Eagles as a three and a half point underdog. I'm going to take them to win. Again, because it's over there in Perth, the home field should hopefully get it done. Giants are tipped to maybe go bottom four. Your Eagles, they still have some very, very good players, but their kids coming through are no good. So maybe the Eagles mm. on the plus and the money line is a roughie. McCossie kick with us. I like the card, actually. I'm looking at this here right now. I think we can make some money. Look, Collingwood, minus 188. I don't have a problem with that. Adelaide and Richmond, the money line, Mick. Richmond's minus 170. Adelaide aren't winning this game, are they? I don't think they're going to win. Probably not. Mick, <laughs> right are you watching the basketball at all? Do you watch college basketball at all, or are you just kind of sticking with what you know? I will be, but I've been since I've been back, I picked up the dog, had a sleep, went on an AFL podcast, and today I went down to the CFL Combine. That's why I'm wearing the elk shirt and talked to some coaches uh, oh, CFL and Combine. players. And, uh, mate, Fred, mate. CFL Combine? It's awesome. It's hardcore. The CFL wow. Combine, Dave. <laughs> How was the Combine today, Mick? What did you take in? Oh, it was, it was great. It was all the coaches were there. I went to one seven years ago in Toronto. Sure, it's not as big and professional as NFL combine, but it's very, very good. And I was talking to our mate Fred, Tom, the player agent, so he gave me some good scoops and had a quick chat with Chris Jones, the coach here, but got to keep it secret what we talked about. So met a lot of people and uh, watched all the kids. 
Got to keep it secret. You it's off the, the record hat? conversations. Like, do you go in the hat when you go? Do they? I mean, because it's no yeah, secret. Yeah, with the guy with the hat. Show up in the hat. Like, who's going to tell you secrets if you're wearing that hat? <laughs> oh. Well. They all know me, so, you know, they know who I am and they know I go on this show and I told even more That's people true. today that they should be aware that I'm talking CFL on your massive show all over the US. I said that to a CFL lady. I said, you should know about this. So, yeah, they all know me. It's all good. All right, Mick, keep, keep, keep doing it. All right, Mick, good stuff. I'm going to bet the AFL tonight. I'll post my picks on Twitter as well. I'll have my eye on the game. Uh, in, in in tonight's game in the late night hours, but I'm gonna I'll lay the money line tonight and get it started uh, with uh, with calling. Wait, this is tonight. These games are tonight. I got to stay up late tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the first game? one. What time is it? A West Coast. It's not bad for us. What time's the game at? Let me see. I just had it up and I switched early. It. First one's early. Let's see. For us, Dave, it's uh, yeah, it is really early. Eight forty-five. Nine forty-five. Sorry, it's oh, that ain't bad. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. it's at 1045 Eastern, so seven it's a really early game, Mick. Here we go. Just arrived at Sydney Airport, got a picture of Luke Longley, and this is the new star for Sydney Kings. Welcome to TV here from Sydney, Australia. First morning here, and this is especially for Gabe Renzi, Dave Sherapan, because they were confused on this. Ready? Light down, light on, up, off, down, on. And here we go, breakfast of champions, Vegemite on toast, cup of tea, and look who we have on TV, the New Zealand Breakers versus the Sydney Kings in the finals of the National Basketball League. Davia Cooks, who is signing with the Washington Wizards. There he is there, he's the current... MVP of the Basketball League in Australia and with him waiting was Luke Longley, the legend Chicago Bulls NBA champion who played with Michael Jordan of course because he got TV here, Sydney across from the Sydney Bridge Australia, my sister's place Welcome to TV here on Goolwood Beach, I've surfed out here quite a few times popular surf beach but the big news is because the floods in New South Wales then flooded the River Murray and the River Murray mouth is down there a few kilometres and all the fish have come down the River Murray and they've come out into the sea and they've died. So there's literally thousands of dead fish here, some big ones, some carp, lots of little ones and the stench is not good. As soon as we pulled up in the car we could smell it, we heard about it and it's true. Thousands of dead fish. The water's all brown. It's uh, a catastrophe. Floods in River Murray. Lots of people, their shacks, their river houses are underwater and lost. So check out the news about that, the recent floods along the River Murray, Blanchetown, and some of the great ski towns where you get the ski boat out. I've done it in Morgan many a time. My buddy Shaq, Michael Tomassi, his shack was saved because it was higher. But where the shacky used to have when I used to go up, that was probably underwater. But I love this part of the world. River Murray, Goolwood Beach, Middleton Beach, Victor Harbour. But it stinks right now. But hey, it's life. Got a report on that. 
Here we are on Goolwood Beach and all the small fish, all dead everywhere. Look, all everywhere. It stink is disgusting. And there's a bigger one like carp. So apparently all the carp have come down the River Murray out into the ocean here. And you can see the brown water is brown from the river water. And there's all these fish and it stinks. But that's what happens, the big flood, the River Murray flood. Welcome to MickAussie.tv here on Henley Beach with a long-time mate, Patrick Dickey Willis. Loves his cricket. First of all, tell us a little bit about the tour you were in charge of or a sponsor of for South Africa. Yes, my wife and I went to South Africa for the uh, cricket test in 2018. And it was the ball tampering one. Oh. <laughs> it was happening right there. We couldn't believe it. It was, it was unreal. And it was so surreal, but in South Africa, it wasn't a big deal. Right. In Australia, it was a huge it deal. Was. It so, was. But yeah, it happened. It shouldn't have happened, but we've all moved on. Now, the current test series, India up 2-1. We're into about day three or four. What's yeah. your prediction for this test? Uh, uh, it'll be a draw. It'll be a draw. They've, they've both had one, in, one innings each and scored 400 and 550, respectively. So... No, there won't be a result. It'll be a draw. Kohli's a legend. Yes. Who's who's a couple of your favourite current Indian cricketers? Oh, I like Ashwin. I like the bowler, the spin bowler. Yes, the wickets are spinning that far. He's great. And I love the way he bats. Kohli is just a, a champion, but he always goes upstairs when there's a when he gets out. He, he never accepts that by his decision. He always goes upstairs. But uh, I do enjoy watching India and I think I think they're gonna be uh, I think they're number two or number three in the world at the moment. And I think Australia number one possibly oh, no, no, India might be India number might, one. If they win this series you might be right. And Coley's very popular. Couple of your famous favourite past cricketers, Tangulka, Kapil Dev, yeah, someone like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sonny Gavaska. Gavaska. Little fellow, I can still remember Sonny Gavaska was uh, fielding in close um, in oh, 50 or 60 years ago when he was playing. He took one of the most unbelievable catches I've ever seen, but he was great. I loved him. All right, part two coming up. Welcome to MickAussie.tv, part two here on Hanley Beach with Patrick Dickey Willis. Now, if this test is a draw, India will retain the Test Series Cup, correct? Correct. It's called the Border Gavaskar oh, Cup. Great name. Yep. yep, they'll keep it and they'll most probably qualify for the World Championship Test match in at Lords and Jail wow. against Australia, we think. Wow. Yeah, they play so many Test matches in the top two play off in the final. Wow. An upcoming one day World Cup, when yeah, is that? that? that'll be exciting, and that's in India. Oh, wow. And there'll be thousands and thousands oh. of people there. They love their cricket, yeah. they love their cricket, so every nation will descend on India in October and November. Awesome. I work with some lads, East Indian guys at work, and they just love the cricket, so I raised them up when Australia won the third test. Yeah. Now, local lad, I knew as a little kid, was in his dad's wedding, Travis Head, doing yeah. well? Yeah, I love Travis. I love watching him bat. We were all really upset when he didn't get picked in the first test after being one of the players of the series the year before. But he'll go well, and he is a champion. And one day, he's good at one day as well, eh? Yeah, it's cut his teeth at T20 in one day, so he can play all formats. But he'll play in India, so everybody who loves India, he'll be there in October, November. Well, 
I love growing up watching the cricket. Some of my favourite players, Rod Marsh, Ian and Greg Chappell, Buff Lehman, of course, David Hooks. David Hooks yeah. Give I us like some that. of your favourite Aussie cricketers in the past. Oh, look, Dennis Lilly, oh, Jeff course. Thompson, the late, great Rodney Marsh and the Chappell boys. They were my favourites. And current Travis Head, who else? I love uh, Pat Cummins. Yes. Uh, and I know what he's going through. I feel sorry for him at the moment with, with his mother uh, dying at must be hard, but he is a great leader and he is a great player. Great to see you again, you maybe, too, mate. Maybe we see you in the West Indies in 2025. 20, yes. That'd be Bring great. it on. Bring awesome. it on, mate. Awesome. <laughs> great to see you again, mate. You too, mate. Awesome. On you. a magnificent morning on West Beach, just been swimming. I used to live back here and I'd often swim before work. I'd run along the beach for pre season before Woodville. During pre-season, you got to run six to eight k's, mix in the sprints. Any guys training for Aussie footy, you got to build up that heart and also the sprints as well. Fantastic, isn't it? And we mate Dickie Willis, who I interviewed yesterday for cricket, he's training for the Henley de Grange swim. It's about 2.2 k. So fantastic morning here on West Beach. And as Richard Bagan of Go Elk says, I was a geography teacher on some of the shows. We'll be the geography teacher in the next couple of days as we head to Warrnambool along the Great Ocean Road and then to Melbourne for AFL. So I hope you enjoy my Aussie trip videos and pictures. MickAussie.tv here on the magnificent West Beach, Adelaide. Welcome to MickAussie.tv here in a country town called Keith. I'm going, Keith Crows? I can't remember that when I lived here. And I talked to the young lad at the gas station. I said, how long have they been called the Keith Crows? And he goes, oh, since I was born about 19 years ago. And he says they used to be called the Keith Magpies. So good on them getting rid of the name, the Collywobble Magpies to the Keith Crows. And we will be at the MCG on Friday night to see the Collywobble Magpies with my former Burnaby Eagles coach, Fremo. They will be playing the Geelong Cats, the reigning premiers. Here from Keith in South Australia on the way to Mount Gambier. Here at the start of the Great Ocean Road at a place called Bay of Islands. So we left Portland this morning, went through Warrnambool and then turned towards the ocean, not far from a place called Port Campbell. And as I said, in matriculation, we did a one week geography trip down to this area. So the next few hours, you're gonna see some incredible coastal footage here from the Great Ocean Road, limestone erosion here by the ocean, incredible footage. Bay of Islands, Great Ocean Road, Victoria, Mikazi.tv. Stop number two on the Great Ocean Road, place called Bay of Martyrs. And you'll see my feet are getting wet, but I'm not going out for a swim. And unfortunately, tourists in this part of the world do swim where they shouldn't. They get caught on the waves that come in all of a sudden and might get washed out in the rip and unfortunately people die over the years. And the reason why the great cliffs and the erosion is, because there's nothing between here and Antarctica. And thus the sea swells and causes the massive waves and the great erosion. Because he got TV here at the Bay of Martyrs.
here, stop three on the Great Ocean Road at the London Bridge. So apparently it looks like the London Bridge. London Bridge is falling down, falling down. The London Bridge is falling down. Yes, that's a song and it is falling down because of the erosion. And I remember this stop on a year 12 matriculation geography trip, Gawla High School, because he got TV at the London Bridge, Great Ocean Road. Stop number three still, London Bridge. And this cliff behind me might be my favorite scenic so far look at it it's like the wall from games of thrones an amazing erosion as well here at the london bridge great ocean road incredible here in a place called gibson steps part five i'm still shaking ran over that snake seriously oh i just got wet feet that's amazing look at the cliffs and the people walking on the beach it's great oh the sandals are okay and the geography teacher on our year 12 matriculation trip was called Mr. Malcolm. And I'm sure some of my Facebook friends might have been on that trip. Fantastic scenery, people walking on the beach, the TV, Great Ocean Road, Victoria. Mick, what are you doing? Oh, true story. Just ran over a snake. It was probably like an eight foot brown snake, I presume came around the corner and before I knew it, I was on top of it. And true, right, you saw it, correct? Yeah. Oh, she did. So what happened in Australia, this guy called up the radio station and reckons he ran over a snake and it got stuck under his car. And he was so scared, he drove straight into a used car lot and sold the car. I call Cleveland Brown's crap of a pants bullshit on that. But true, they do get stuck under your car, but I did check and it was still on the road. Serious, first time we've seen a snake in the wild here on the Great Ocean Road. Part six here at the Twelve Apostles. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, they heard the good news so they passed it on from Galilee. Well, that's what the girlfriend says, how the song goes. So yes, uh, not all 12 are standing. Some have been eroded. I think four have been eroded, but maybe the most famous name on the Great Ocean Road the 12 Apostles, part seven, of the Great Ocean Road trip here at Castle Cove. It was a great drive along through the forest from 12 Apostles to here. And there's the snake sign. I was talking to a very nice older man from somewhere in Asia. And I said, true mate, there is snakes. I just ran one over, it was about a seven footer. And he's gone, really? I said, yeah, yeah, true. So more great scenery, the surf rolling in here at Castle Cove, about 40 kilometers west of Apollo Bay. Still here on the Great Ocean Road at Mounts Bay. Surf beach, big waves, be careful out here, but beautiful beach and beautiful scenery. Well, back at the last place at Castle Cove, after I did the video, I'm standing there looking out with a girlfriend at the beautiful ocean. And then, ouch, I got bitten, seriously. I stood right next to an anthill and didn't realize it. So they felt me and they all came out of their ants' nest. They got stuck in my sandals. They're about that big, these ants, and when you squash them, they stink. She said, they're bigger than the ones we get in Canada. Bitten about four times. So I got the ointment out, some antiseptic ointment out, rubbed it on my feet, just for the itch. Should be okay, shouldn't get infected. But be careful, we got the spiders, the sharks, the crocodiles, 
and the snakes in Australia, but you've got to be careful of those damn ants as well. Let's go down on this beautiful beach. Ecosi.tv, Great Ocean Road, Victoria. Amazing road, Great Ocean Road, heading into Lawn. Been a fantastic day. Got about a nine part series up of all the great scenery. And I'm the geography teacher today, so let's check out now this road. Fantastic driving and a nice Renault on the ocean. I love it. Reminds me of the road to Whistler a little bit near the ocean. Here from Lawn or Lauren. Spell L-O-R-N-E, not L-A-W-N. And look, we have some mates. We have some cockies. What's up? What's up, boys? What's up? <laughs> cockies? How you doing? Cockies? Cockies? How you doing? Cockies? How you doing? Look how friendly they are. That's awesome. What's up, cocky? <laughs> because he's got TV, great day, great ocean road, and then this fantastic clam chowder. You love that, eh? Here at the Australian and world famous Bells Beach. Fantastic surf beach. There's three breaks out there, a total of about 100 surfers, and right behind us is the most popular break with probably 50 of the 100 surfers out there. Nice long break. They're catching some good waves. And Gabe Sportrage, he says he even bets on surfing. And this is where he probably bet on the championships of surfing. Oh, I suppose I've got to give Victoria the title of the most famous surf beach. Maybe not. But here on Thursday morning, game day, AFL is starting tonight. Richmond Tigers versus Carlton Blues. Part two here from Bells Beach. So you'll see over there, there's two groups of surfers so there's two breaks over there a group of about 10 and a group of about 40 and then over here is the main break probably 50 surfers out there 42 he reckons <laughs> you counted awesome man yeah nice long break as they're waiting here we go there we go he's gone under this fella's on it Another fella, two of them on it, three of them on it. Oh, look at that nice long break. World famous, Bells Beach, Victoria, south of Geelong, and even some of the Geelong footballers love coming down here to surf, because he got TV. Part three here at Bells Beach, and Andre just spotted it. There's another group way down there. So it's four groups, and looks like about another 30 guys down there. 130 surfers out there. Oh, there's a nice big one. There we go. Nice long break. Guys got on it good. Oh, there's a good, there's a good ride. Oh, awesome. Because TV, Bells Beach, Victoria. Here on a very windy day in Geelong and you can see where I am. I am outside GMHBA Stadium, formerly Cadinia Park, the home of the reigning AFL Premiers, the G-Long Cats. And tonight the AFL starts and I will be there as the Richmond Tigers are seven and a half point favourites against the Carlton Blues. Oh, I think the Carlton Blues might even win. 
So as a bet, maybe take the Blues at plus 7.5. And then tomorrow night, we will be at the MCG where the reigning premiers, the Geelong Cats, take on the Collywobble Magpies. And they're about 13-point favourite. Again, I think the Collywobble Magpies were a big chance. They take the Collywobble Magpies to cover, but the Cats... Let's see if they have a bit of a premiership hangover. I think they'll be there at the end of the season in the top four. Maybe they have a little bit of a slow start. Oh, I hope no one's listening. But the star forward, Jeremy Cameron, may be out as his wife is giving birth, maybe during the game. So we'll wait and see. I just saw a guy at Bells Beach with a G-Long sweater on. He says, yeah, he didn't plan that too well, did he? Yeah, he should have, uh, you know, a month or two earlier. But Jeremy Cameron, absolute star. Patrick Dangerfield is a star. And they did. They destroyed the Sydney Swans in the AFL Grand Final last year. So we're lucky. Me and the girlfriend and a few others are going to both games. The two best games of the round. Massive fan bases. Going to be massive crowds. Can't wait. Mikozzi.tv here in Geelong, home of the Geelong Cats. Well, it is here, game one of the 2023 AFL season, and it's the Richmond Tigers home game, so there's going to be a lot more Tiger fans than Carlton Blues fans. Just talking to a lovely man and his lady on the train, and it was hard for them to even get tickets as Carlton Blues fans. But he's confident of the Blues winning by 26, he said. He's a bit worried about Walsh and Williams out. And uh, oh, could be an absolute classic of a game. Massive crowd, 90,000 they reckon. I hope it's the Blues. But either way, it's going to be great fun here in the MCG, Melbourne Cricket Ground. Holds about 100,000 people because he's got TV about to head in. At the edge of the MCG, wow, what a game. 8-10 apiece, 58. I thought the Blues had it, and then Tom Lynch. Oh, he's a good player. He's a smart ass. Took a great mark to goal it, to tie it all up. And as the guy next to me said, that was all for nothing. Andrea experienced her first real AFL game. She'd been to the Crows in the Port Adelaide pre-season. Fantastic crowd of over 88,000. And my best bet of Carlton, plus six and a half, covered, but oh, I wish they won. Back here again tomorrow night, Mikozzi.tv. Here, game night, draw, Carlton and Richmond. And I'm here with a Collie Wobbles fan, and he's got teeth and a job, because he's from Adelaide. Now, I just showed you the video, but you can't say T-Nuck in Canada. Kevin Bloody Wilson, what do you think, mate? Hey, Mum's in bed, you smell his breath and check his bloodshot eyes. And don't lick him to him, boys and girls, because you just... Why? Because he's just piss tanked the pervert and he's not even very bright because the old anchor forgot me. Why? <laughs> I saw mummy Santa Claus. He's a legend, eh? Anyway, tomorrow, tomorrow night, I can't believe I might be barracking with you boys. I know, because uh, you can't say in Canada. <laughs> you can't, mate, you can't. You can, but you can't. Anyway, what do you reckon? You're 13-point underdogs, you're a big chance. 13-point underdogs and long. <laughs> Great night here in Melbourne.
Seriously, these these orders are stupid. You can't. They don't, they don't touch our fingers. You're gonna push like crazy. She reckons she's jinx, and I'm not much better. What's going? we anyway. We're at Burger King. We're at Hungry Jack. You want cheeseburger? Yeah. Okay. So we're at Hungry Jacks. They call it Burger King in America, Canada. But they don't. There we go. Oh, now I screwed up. Anyway, Mikozzi.tv. Um, clam chowder, you love it. I'm going to have a Whopper Junior this time. I had a big Whopper the other day. They're awesome. Welcome to Mikozzi.tv. Here with Adam Sandler's brother, Christian Freeman, on the walk to the MCG. It's all black and white. Is, is Geelong even playing tonight, mate? It's make my home game, mate. It's always, always the Collingwood Army walking, walking down this way, mate. So I'm going to be safe in amongst all your crazy Collie Wobble fans, or what? Adelaide people should never be safe in Melbourne. <laughs> Nothing to worry about? No, fans are good? You've got me here to protect you. Well, you don't know who I'm going for. i got White on. I could be going for you boys or the cats. You wouldn't dare. Who do you think I'm going for? You're going to be going for Collingwood, or else I'll, I'll have to knock you out again. <laughs> You know, amazingly, I, I do like your style of play. I used to work with Craig McRae's dad, so uh, I hope it's going to be a quicker flowing, fastest, highest scoring game tonight. What do you think? Collingwood by 25 points. There we go. Fremo says Collingwood by 25 points as we walk into the MCG. They're underdogs by 13 and a half. I like 13 and a half as the bet. Collingwood on the plus and maybe to win. Here with Adam Sandler's brother, Fremo, my coach from the Burnaby Eagles in 2005. Go Pies. <laughs> TV part two, walking into the MCG. 100,000 people can get there. Michael P. Mahome gave me the stats today that it does take 100,000 plus. Here with Adam Sandler's brother, talking to the girlfriend and his daughter here as well, mad Collie Wobble fan. I'm actually, uh, I actually picked him to win tonight. Wait and see, eh? Primo, who's going to be best player tonight? Let's back Jordan Dugowie. Jordan Dugowie. 25 and 3. He's a stud. He's a star. Let's just hope he keeps out of trouble. There it is, Rod Laver Arena. The home, hang on, the home of the Australian Open Tennis. Love that event in January each year. Love the tennis, love playing tennis. I even coach the girlfriend, but I better keep that a bit quiet. Fantastic here. Rod Laver Arena, MCG. Attacking football down the guts. Collingwood were fitter in the last quarter. Their new recruits play well. Great, great night. The Cats fans were leaving 10 minutes ago. 86,500 people here at the MCG. And I like their coach and I like their attacking style of football. Welcome to Mikozzi.tv here at the MCG. Wow, what a game. Collingwood won by 23 points. Here with my former Burnaby Eagles coach, Christian Freeman. You picked him by 25, mate. Pretty close. Great effort. 
It was a great last quarter by the Pies. I did pick it by 25, so I'm two off. So, uh, what, what are you doing, right? But we'll take the win, won't we? Amazing. I liked them at plus 13 and a half, and I did pick them to win for the one reason, fitness, and they ran all over them, right? Yeah, definitely ran over them in the last quarter. They quite, I said to you in the last quarter, looks like Geelong have stopped, but obviously Collingwood overran them, and it was fantastic. I think Geelong will be in the top four. Maybe not really a slight premiership hangover, but Collingwood, fantastic. Now your new recruits, Mitchell, McStay, and uh, Hill. What do you think, mate? Pretty impressive. I reckon Hill was fantastic tonight. Um, just that pressure and speed in the forward line. Mitchell was good, but he didn't rack him up, but he still kicked a couple of goals, which is handy. And McStay didn't have much of the footy, but still, still did what he needed to do. Big contests and... That's what you want from big forwards, don't you? I think your favourite player might be Darcy Moore, the new captain. How good was he? Oh. Just just takes him on. Just Whoa. dare and take, so you like that stuff. His dad was a magnificent ruckman for the Collingwood team years ago. And uh, Dugowie, bit quiet, but still electrifying when you need him. Just one of them players you always have to worry about. Just He kicked a couple of good goals in the end. Didn't have his best game, but still, he's one they got to worry about. And we got to talk about the big American, Mason Cox. He started well, then he came good in the last quarter as well. Fantastic. He's done well, hasn't he? Just done, just done enough, right, didn't he? So, he took some big marks. You've seen him. Kicked a brilliant goal on the boundary. We're both pretty shocked that he kicked it, but that's what they practiced, and they probably kicked it all the time. And Nick Dacos, Brownlow medal, maybe. <laughs> just getting enough super coach points, Nick. That's all I care about. Great, great night, 86,500 people, fantastic game, free-flowing, up the guts, not like last night, high scoring. Great to see you again, mate, great night. No worries, enjoy your trip, mate, and uh, go Pies. Thanks, man. Here early on a Sunday morning, drove back from Melbourne, West Beach, South Australia, just went for a magnificent swim, a few small waves coming in, and it's game day. AFL, three more games, starting with Adelaide Crows at GWS Giants, that's in Sydney. Here on West Beach, my brother's place, and I used to live straight back here as well. Come for a swim in the morning before work, it was unbelievable. Back here in Adelaide on a Sunday morning after a magnificent trip to Melbourne, but it's game day today, and the Adelaide Crows with a hat on, they are in Sydney, Western Sydney, Greater Western Sydney Giants, they will take on. I'll pick the Crows, not with too much confidence. I think they'll be okay early until their depth makes them struggle. With a few injuries, they might have a bit of a rough year, but hopefully the Crows can get it done. Because TV here from West Beach on a beautiful Sunday morning. Here on a magnificent Monday morning at now Henley Beach. Just went for a swim and uh, AFL round one is complete. Team that let me down, this mob. Adelaide Crows, they're up by, I don't know, about 25 points midway through the second quarter. It was hot, but still Adelaide's hotter than Sydney. They should have been used to it. And they got beaten by GWS, that's Greater Western Sydney Giants out there in Western Sydney by 16 points. Oh, I mean, I love Keezy and Laird in the middle, but they need also someone with extreme skill to hand out the ball with hand and foot with accuracy into the forward line. So nothing much has changed. Very disappointed. So a couple of days before I head back to Canada, been a great trip, too short. It's been four years since we've been back because of COVID. 
They're here nearly three weeks. Need longer. Great trip though. And up here, Ramsgate Hotel where we're staying. The famous fight, the showdown fight between the Power and the Crows players that ended up in the parking lot, the car park, many years ago. And luckily it was kept quiet from the media. And then it got out. The story's a fantastic. Google it. And I believe it was Rusciudio that took it to the parking lot and won the fight. But read up on it. Amazing story. Up here at the Ramsgate. Used to be the place for the ladies on a Sunday night. Mikosi.tv here from Henley Beach, South Australia, Adelaide. Part two here from the magnificent Henley Beach. There's the jetty. And 2Ks up is the Grange Jetty. And I used to live on the beachfront with the Woodville lads, eh? Johnny Klug moved out. He's living with Jock Evans. I moved in with Darren Brenny and Stewie Totham. Fantastic times on the beach house. Woodville boys. Then we go windsurfing up further at uh, Semaphore. And I was out last night with Desi Martin, my great mate from Flinders Park, and his wife Margie, my windsurfing buddy. Hell, he was a good windsurfer. Great times out there windsurfing. Just went for a beautiful swim in the calm waters of Henley Beach. Love it early in the morning as we zoom around. South is West Beach where I was yesterday and then Glenelg. The Henley Beach Surf Lifesaving Club, big new club. My buddy from Gawler, Tim Kavanagh, is involved heavily there. Teaches the kids even in the state championships. Had a beer with him up there one time on one trip back. Bacchus Bar where we were last night. There's a Greek restaurant up there, Henley Square, and we're just staying up behind there at the Ramsgate Hotel. Nice place, they've redone the rooms, very good. Very popular place here, Henley Beach, Adelaide, South Australia. Back at my parents' house in Victor Harbour. Anyway, this is my mum and dad's back garden, a few trees, little shrubs. And the reason I'm filming here is because when I grew up in Roseworthy, Dad would grow tomatoes, cucumbers, carrots. We had a lemon tree, an orange tree, peach tree. So, so appreciate growing up eating home-grown vegetables and fruits. Unbelievable. We had chooks as well. We had chickens, so we had fresh eggs in Roseworthy, South Australia. And we also, I believe, Dad at times grew some watermelons. So let's now go and check out my... Saskatchewan Riders Watermelon Head Helmets show as part of my 80 minutes, my 2022 CFL season. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders, they wear watermelons on their head because the watermelons are green and white. So last night I made up my first ever watermelon head helmet. <laughs> this is awesome. Look at this, I even got a spot for my ears. So then the rider fans, they'll hear the Elks touchdowns. Kenny Lawler touches it. Awesome. And it's a touchdown. Yeah, we're gonna smash those Saskatchewan Rough Riders tomorrow night. Even though watermelon is green and white, I'm still gonna eat it because it's awesome. Here on Commonwealth Stadium, hope you come to the game and the Elks get a win. Backyard, not vegetables, 
but this is my parents' new house. They've scaled down here in the magnificent Victor Harbour, South Australia. Andrea loves it here. She wants to move here because he got TV a couple of days before we leave for Canada. Back here in Sydney, the Opera House and the Harbour Bridge behind me. Magnificent scenic views, lots of tourists. Well, since I was here two and a half weeks ago, as we got off the plane, we saw Channel 9 and Channel 7 there ready for Xavier Cooks, who had just signed with the Washington Wizards. Well, he won the NBL Championship with the Sydney Kings, and then days later, he was over in the USA and made his debut for the Washington Wizards in the NBA. And it was unbelievable to meet the Chicago Bulls championship player, multiple championship player, Luke Longley at the airport. Well, AFL round two starts while we're in the plane and it is the Geelong Cats taking on the Carlton Blues. The Cats, the reigning champs, are nine and a half point favourite. Oh, I think the Blues are a real chance. So take the nine and a half, but maybe the Cats get it done just and then I'll be on the Yank on the Footy show this week, AFL round two picks, and also pretty sure I'll be on Gabriel Morenci Sports Grid TV. We've been covering the AFL for many years, so look forward to that. It's been a great trip. TV here in Sydney. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you can also go to mickozzie.tv. That's M-Y-K-A-U-S-S-I-E.tv and sign up for the mailing list. I send out an email once a week with everything I've been up to. Also, the link to my movie with the password. So it'd be great if you could check that out and send me a quick review and a rating. Also, mickozzie.tv slash CFL section. All the uh, Go Elks Pick 6 shows are up. There's been a lot of fun with Richard Bag And from the Elks, we go down onto Commonwealth Field and film comedy around the CFL. That's Go Elks Pick 6. Over and out. TV. Have a great week.